This week on the reverse stick, the Women's Champion Trophy is well underway, the Edisha Men's World Cup is just around the corner, and we catch up with our TRS World Eleven captain. And greetings and welcome once again to... Sorry? Listening. Isn't that a good thing? It's a fantastic thing, John. It's great to have, what, 138 listeners now with the show? Just as many countries, uh, sorry, just as many listeners as there are countries within the world of global hockey. Um, great to see you. Hey, is it there. 138, is it? Uh, Algeria, I think, make it 100, or is it 137 with Algeria? Okay. Whatever. Uh, it's episode 74, John. You know what's great about 74? Oh, here we go. 7 plus 4 equals 11. What? 11 aside hockey. Ah, yeah, oh, you're go. on the ball, mate. Great you're to have you with us, ladies and gentlemen. John, uh, John Lee stood opposite mm-hmm. me. Me, Matt Allen, standing opposite you. Yes. Great to be here to talk hockey once again. That sounds like the end of our beginning of the two Ronnies. We it, well, into the, the end of the beginning, the beginning. This could be the very last episode of the Reverse Stick. Well, if you want to know about the uh, the beginning of the end, perhaps you'd be listening to news. We probably should have previewed the program before we played the news thing. Great show coming up. We'll tell you all about it right after the news. Okay, first up, off to China. Let's go. Let's the Wang Li Bao Women's Champions Trophy. Um, we do have to prefix it with a bit of a final one, final champions trophy. Very sad. Where was the first one? Oh, I don't know. Thanks very much. <laughs> it was that. 1974, wasn't it? Let me just have a little ruffle through paper. Uh, no, was the lady No, that was men's first. Uh, well, no, but it's, it's, it's all good. Okay, women. let's let's just call it all the champions trophy. The first one was in 1974. Yes, Pakistan. indeed. That's right. So that's uh, how many years is that since the first one? John, come on. Just uh, if you want me to provide answers, I need to get the email before the day that we record, so I can jot everything down and provide the correct answers. I'm not here to work off the top no, of my head. I thought head. you could do maths. I would have thought 74, so that's 26 plus uh, 36. Yes, terrible listening. 40. Terrible listening. That's why why I didn't bother. It's about 44 years or something, isn't it? Hang on a sec. Yeah, something like that. Okay. (laughs) That'll teach you to bag away your keyboard computer mindlessly. I'm just calling my dad, I think. No, it's just a pity that, you know, that's uh, a few more years and it would have been to 50, and then you're starting to talk about. You know, long, you know, bit of history in the game lost. Yeah, look, bit I think, sad, I think what, good hockey. I think what's lost a, a, a little bit is the, is the fact that there's no bloody crowds there, and that's slightly frustrating. But never, nevertheless, John, we're here to give you the news. What's happening in the tournament so far? Well, as we speak, we're halfway through the tournament. Uh, every team's played three games, and they've all got uh, two to go. So effectively, halfway through the tournament. Um, the Netherlands played their three, and who would have thought that they would have won all three? Now, I think that's pretty much gone the way, you know, I thought the Australians showed some fight early, but ended up con- uh, conceding three to the Netherlands in, their, in the uh, final yeah, last game. Yeah, I watched, I, yeah I watched the game the f- first quarter. Um, I thought the Australians were doing really well to unsettle the Dutch, and uh, did, the Dutch didn't quite get into their rhythm, but then Australia settled into a pattern of just giving the ball away far, far too much. Um, and that just gave the opportunity for, for the Dutch girls to um, oh, just just polish uh, what they were trying to do in the first quarter. Um, they scored two in the second quarter. A bit unlucky, the two goals. One bounced off the back of Rachel Lynch's pad when it was a goal bound. And, uh, uh, yeah, it was unfortunate. They, you know, a couple of goals. Australia had a chance with a stroke. Jody Kenny put it top right. Great sir, uh, great save from uh, Veen and Dahl. Um, but, you know, you kind of stick your... You stick up in that direction if uh, if it's heading that way, don't you? Oh, you do. And look, as predictable as Netherlands playing three, winning three may have been, there's been some other interesting results in other games. Argentina uh, yet to take a point. They've they've lost all three of their games, and uh, they've played games against Australia. They lost two one in the opening of the opening day to Australia, which was a fairly entertaining game. They then lost two nil to China. And uh, also had a loss uh, of 3-0 to the Netherlands. Um, 
China game is a big upset there, but a superb defence, superb defensive effort from the Chinese girls there. And uh, Great Britain have likewise been disappointing. Um, their results haven't been great. They lost two 0 to Australia, um, which was a game Australia probably won comfortably, without being outstanding. Um, they also drew two all with China, who once again have proved to be a thorn in the side of teams. And uh, they also drew two all with Japan. Now both of those nations are already after sort of essentially half a tournament would be very pleased with oh, the yeah, results yeah, against the yeah, top four yeah, nations. De- yeah, definitely. Look, I think G- G- GB wouldn't be happy, but we look at some of those games there. There's um, a mix of obviously the Olympians and a lot of new new blood in there. I don't think think they've had a lot of time together. Um, we've obviously got an interim coach in there at the moment. Uh, I, don't, I wouldn't go as far to say as people aren't passing to each other, but there seems to be a bit more confidence from some of those Olympic players that have played together for a lot of uh, a lot of years um, for, for GB. Um, they may be a bit more inclined to choose a pass to one of the guys they know rather than some of the, the newer newer squad members coming through. I don't know. And I, I'm sure that um, what would make a fan of the show Siegfried Aikman and. Uh, Bring back the bully advocate. Uh, <laughs> More on well, that coming up. Yeah, it, what would make him really happy is the fact that Japan's the only team that's taken a goal out of the Netherlands so far in those three games, and they played Australia and Argentina. So yeah, you know he'll be looking on fondly to see uh, his uh, the, the fellow Japanese team uh, competing well at this tournament. Um, yeah, and Australia as well. Yeah, just you know some, a lot of new blood in there, and it's, uh, it's going to take some time for them to oh, find their feet. Oh, but there's new blood in that Netherlands team as well. I mean, that's one of the things. Oh, Jeez, mate, looking for some of those players <laughs> like Ava heard it when she when she <laughs> when she found him up. Four of the Dutch girls, I think, ended up on the floor with head injuries from all sorts of manner of different things happening. Um, but to her, that she uh, she'll get the ball robbed off her. Um, the player will step a metre beyond. She'll do that big loop around. She'll be the third tackle coming coming uh, back around. She'll nick the ball off and then gain ten metres in about two seconds. It's just incredible. Um, an absolute beast of a player. Yeah. Fantastic to watch. Really good to watch. And there has some, been some really good hockey to see there. Um, and it's good to see that, you know, it would be very easy to argue that, oh, Japan and China will be outclassed. It's top for all the world. I think that... Not, not happening so far, is it? You well, know? I, I think that the, the top of world hockey is getting bigger. It's no longer, say, four or five nations, and now, say, six to seven nations, and those ones outside of that are knocking on to increasing yeah. that number. Japan, Japan, men and women, it's about that big pool. It's all about Tokyo. It's about, about yeah. that exposure to that big pool of players that they're all trying to get ready to peak at the same time. Um, one thing that is disappointing, though, and I speak probably more for, from perspective of thinking about the players, is uh, the crowds. Hmm. And we have to say it because it's so obvious. And uh, I, I get why the FIH takes these events to places like that, and I get why it happens. But we saw what happened in the men's champions trophy, where you took top class hockey to a place where it's going to be supported. John, is it big, packed, bold, loud? For very few of that. Mm. You know, Which is, let's uh, be fair. I there'll be, 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 be two hundred and fifty people in the stand, and two hundred and forty-five of those would be the parents of some of the guys that are playing. You know. Yeah, uh, and, and it's a pity for where, the last. Where one. are the local school kids? It happens in India on the uh, the big tournaments there when there's maybe games that don't necessarily have the local interest earlier on in the day. Um, there's no problems for crowds in lots of parts of the world. You go to um, Malaysia, you look at things like Sultan, Sultan of Aslan Shah, Sultan Aslan Shah tournament and Sultan of Johor. They get kids in from local schools and they get appointed a team to, to go along and cheer for and they get given some flags in that country's colours. At least, if we're trying to commercialise things, um, we want sponsors to be on board. They need to see full crowds, don't they? Big, bold, packed, yeah. loud. Yeah, it, it's just, oh, and it's not disappointing necessarily for us watching on YouTube. Because no, we're watching, we're, but... we're watching the hockey. You know, you're watching on YouTube. I'm watching on Fox Sports here in uh, Australia. John, I am? have you been? You've been visiting your aunt again, have you? I'm there now. This is a hologram. Um, <laughs> now let's get back to the hockey for a second, shall we? Uh, it, it, as much as it is disappointing for, you know, not to see great crowds at the hockey, but uh, for the. The players themselves will be playing in a, a tournament of the top nations in the world and there's no one there. Yeah. That, that must be... We, we, yeah, 
Got to find not, ways around it. Not the best sure. send-off of the tournament uh, no. in that respect, but look, lots Especially of great hockey not action. after what we saw in, in Breda for the... Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, lots of great hockey action happening. Lots, still lots more to come. That runs through until su- finals on Sunday. There's a couple yeah. of days break in between now yeah. and then. Look, and you'd think at this stage that the the Dutch have the top spot sewn up, and it'll be a bit of a fight for second spot. But I think the Australians will get there to play them in the final. Yeah, well, you know, and hopefully some learnings from the uh, from the hockey ruse. Now we've got some more hockey news coming up because we've had over the last weekend, the 2018 Central American Hockey Fives Championship, man, which I'm going to let you lead this discussion because we have a guest coming up and we don't want to, we can give away some things, but not other things. We can indeed. So that's been taking place in Guatemala um, on the the men's side of the competition. Teams involved with Guatemala, Costa Rica, El Salvador, Panama and Honduras. Uh, the finals games played it was a 2-0 win for the host nation Guatemala over Costa Rica you might remember we had an interview with David Navarro uh, one of the Costa Rican players oh, yeah. going a few months back now and uh, so we learnt lots about the hockey scene in Costa Rica and it's a bit hard to get a pitch and uh, it, there's a lot of work to get to tournaments like this but it looks you know, from the pictures on social media Looked like a fantastic tournament. Lots of fun there. Lots of people from the same region get together. Um, whether we like hockey fives or not, this is a great tool for um, hockey players within the region with the facilities they've got and the size of the game that they've got. Um, uh, so well done, Guatemala there in the gold. Uh, it was a 4-3 win for El Salvador over Panama in the shootout uh, following a 2-2 draw in the third and fourth place playoff. Uh, over to the women's side of things, and we're going to hear all about this and the tournament in Pinula uh, from Montserrat Barquero, uh, TRS World Eleven captain, and also um, she plays a bit of hockey for Costa Rica as well, John, and she came away with the gold medal. They went unbeaten through the tournament and finished off with uh, a 1-0 win over the host nation Guatemala in the final, in the third and fourth place playoff it was El Salvador with a 2-0 win over Panama uh, so well done to everybody involved there and uh, yeah coming up later in the show we're going to hear all about that and uh, and of course you know Mon's reactions to being part of the TRS World 11. Yep great to see those nations involved Matt and when you look through some of the scores from the game there wasn't a lot of major big thrashings there was a lot of close contests with, between all the nations and uh that's what you really need is hard, well-fought contests to improve players. Yeah, well, I think the Costa Rica boys, they lost 6-1 to Guatemala in the group game. and, and That's uh, about the worst result of the whole tournament. That's right, but then, you know, they went on to only lose 2-0 in the final. So, yeah. improvement. And when we spoke to Carl Ramaji from uh, Gibraltar Hockey, you know, he, he doesn't worry about losing games of hockey. It's all about the improvement and moving forward as a team, as a group, and as individuals within that team. So, it's, you know... Great to have people playing hockey, John. It is indeed, and uh, it hasn't been the only hockey going on. There's been a few more uh, games going on internationally. A lot of it, of course, is built up to the uh, Men's World yeah, Cup in Odisha. Fi- that's right. Final lead up to the World Cup now. Malaysia had a 2-1 loss at home to uh, New Zealand in the week. Uh, the Netherlands had a 7-1 win over the Irish. You might want to hold off on your selections from your score.com fantasy league dream team. Have you had a call up? Uh, no, <laughs> no, no, I haven't. Um, but yeah, hold off on that. If you, if you're choosing Davy Hart, you know, just, just wait a moment before you make those final selections. You can get in and make your team selections now, John. Of course, you can join the TRS, uh, the reverse stick. Uh, mini league that's on there you'll find that link on our Twitter and on our Facebook and of course on Instagram as well, we're on all the social medias John, all at the reverse stick, come and connect with us, say hi How many of those big giant edition men's world cup tickets do you think how many are printed um, I'd hope only one because I tell you what it's going to be a hell of a job on the turnstiles processing all of those but it was nice to see uh, the, the Prime Minister receiving one from the tiny boss. It was and uh, I'm really looking forward to the World Cup coming up because oh. I'm going to be watching it every day, aren't I? It, um, of course, we both are, John. Of course, because 
as confirmed last week, the World Cup Daily Pod is coming back. Maybe this is the first time you've listened to the show, ladies and gentlemen, and because you've seen that the World Cup Daily is coming up and you're going to subscribe. What better time to join us? Absolutely fantastic. We had such a great time with the Women's World Cup in London, didn't we, John? Oh, it was a fantastic event, and I'm really looking forward to this World Cup as well. I think the standard of hockey is going to be amazing, and I'm hoping that we're going to have some of those outriders that people think are their inverted commas just making up the numbers give it a real shake who's going to be the Italy or the Ireland of the, the Men's World Cup look we're going to talk more about that later well through through the World Cup daily but we'll tell you yeah, more about that show don't use up. our content up now mate we've got, we've got to try and all squeeze it out during the next two weeks you are listening to the Reverse Stick the Global Hockey Podcast Let's see, which way do we go? Is it TRS World 11 or featured interview? Uh, let's do a, a, a little interview we've got with Jack Rolfe from the Coaching Lab. Joining us on the reverse stick today is uh, the man behind the Coaching Lab, uh, Jack Rolfe. Jack, thanks so much for joining us. Thanks a lot. Thanks for having me. Good evening to you all. Now, uh, just before, before we get into uh, what you're going to talk to us about this evening, it'd be good to know a bit about your hockey history and uh, how you got into the game and what you do now. Uh, so kind of currently 22, currently based in Canterbury in the UK, so we're closer to France than we are London, right at the bottom of the UK. Um, kind of just finished my undergrad degree, uh, and been very fortunate kind of in the past three or four years, racked up a few miles in the hockey world and met some fantastic people, really cool places, uh, Perth being one of them, so you guys can back me up on this one. It's, uh, <laughs> played hockey over there and coached a bit, um, and missed that place a hell of a lot. Uh, been to South Africa, to Cape Town, spent a bit of time in, in Europe, um, and just love hockey. So, yeah, it's great to be on. So, what is the coaching lab? Uh, it started as a totally mad idea. Uh, when I, like all these ideas do, really, uh, finished my undergrad degree, did my dissertation, and the dissertation in how do you bring and bring to life psychology into coaching? Uh, it's a very neglected area, I feel. I feel. Um, spoke to a lot of coaches. And the vibe was they didn't really know much about it. Um, there's a lot of academia around it, but for a grassroots coach, they don't want the academia. They want something playful and exciting. And the mission was to have more coaching conversations, to bring more people together without the need of a qualification. So we'd meet down the pub, we'd have a conversation. Or coaches' coffee clubs used to meet in a good coffee shop where you get a nice flat white. And we just used to have conversations. And over the past kind of couple of months, it's grown into something um, and what, what's got a ca- caught our eye are these uh, match play cards that you've produced. Can you tell the listeners all about the match play cards? Yeah, so 60 cards, um, all designed to challenge players and to support coaches in delivering better coaching than they already do. So each card has got an individual challenge, task, mission uh, for players to either receive secretly from the coach that they could tuck secretly into their pocket and other players would try and guess what they've got to do. Or simply, you might just give one to the team, and that's their task and their mission to complete for the day. Um, I found kind of over my coaching kind of past recent career almost, you can tell somebody to do something, but if they get given something, it's just that extra bit of special specialness to it. Um, but really pleased with them, uh, and the feedback's been fantastic so far. So the, the, phys- the physical product itself, though, it's like a like a playing card, standard playing card size. Yeah, so it's debit card size. Uh, and it was really purposeful when I designed them. I didn't want them in paper, didn't want them in card. Um, if I want them to be used properly, particularly in this English rain, uh, <laughs> we couldn't do them in paper. So, in a plastic that literally holds like a debit card, um, so weatherproof and they're kid proof, so you can bend them, you can chuck them around in the mud, in the rain, um, and really usable, really functional. Jack, is this the um, hockey equivalent of like one of those murder mystery card games you play at a, di- at a at dinner? You know what I mean? Is that is that what we're talking? Pretty about? Pretty much, it's like it's like a top drums, Uno, Trivial Pursuit, all <laughs> kind of rolled into one. Uh, and it's what kids understand. They don't want to read. They just want to get something and go and play with it. Um, and it's a challenge for them. They want to battle against them mates and they want to have a good go at it so it's absolutely bringing a playful edge uh, to hockey and to multi-sport in fact give us a couple of examples of what people would find on a card so we've got uh, we've got match winners here so select wisely because only two players in your team can score so that one there can the players round them 
create good opportunities to pass the ball into good scoring opportunities. Uh, we've got speed gun. So if you're playing up front, you're locked down to free touch and three seconds on the ball. So they've really got to think about before they receive the ball, where's the space, what they're going to do, how can their teammates help them, uh, and trying to make defending and attacking attractive, uh, but playful for players to go in. So look, what have we got here? Uh, ball. If you have possession ball, come the final whistle, you win the game. So we find that a lot of kids just panic. We want to play, we want them to enjoy being the ball. We want them to have lots of fun and show it to their skills. So with that one there, the target pressure, um, they've got to keep the ball to win the game. Well, no, uh, you, don't, you don't have to give us any more because otherwise there's no point in buying them. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Jack, as a, as a more practical application to training, are you talking about a scenario where, you say, you'd play your good old-fashioned forwards against backs, but you'd give the teams... One, one side would have a certain mission to complete and and the other team not knowing about it, so to speak. So absolutely, so that's one way of doing it, uh, and the other way would be each team gets a different mission, a different task, a different card, um, but I really like your idea, and it's one that the kids love as well, can they identify what the other team are doing, and can they adapt within the moment of when they recognise, let's yeah, go, yeah. You know, bingo almost, they're absolutely buzzing when they recognise it. Uh, that, that, I, I must. I love the idea, just talking to you now, because the... the the biggest difference between any player on a hockey field is what goes on between their ears, generally, I find. You know? <laughs> and, and the more you can make people think 100%. about the game while they're on the field, the better, you know. You can have very little skill, but if you know what you're doing running around out there, you can get by. Uh, yeah, and I think that's probably the difference between the guys that go and put on international level right at the top level to those that probably don't make it, is what goes on between their ears. So Jack, where do we find out about the coaching lab? Where can we find you online? And more importantly, how do people get hold of the match play cards? That's uh, so my. Uh, oh, can we do that a bit again? Yeah, sure. Just, just, just go from your just answer, mate. Yep. Okay. Uh, so on Twitter, it's at the underscore coaching lab. Uh, keep that place in with resources and. Good opportunity to have interactions with coaches from across the world. Uh, online, we're at www.thecoachinglab.org. Uh, if you fancy dropping me a message as well by email, it's info at herp.org. My personal Twitter is jpr underscore 25. And the international shipping, uh, it would be lovely to, it would be great to see them across the world. Right, and we'll be able to share that out on social media as well, Jack. Uh, thanks so much for joining us today. Uh, might there be a chance we could get a, a sneaky pack for maybe for a, a competition prize for one of our listeners? No problems at all. I'll send some straight, straight over to you. Fantastic. Well, I'll tell you what we'll do. We'll 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 out there and uh, we'll send the address through. And you know, who knows? You might be able to drop it off drop it off in person. Absolutely. I'll get on the case. Fantastic. Thanks for joining us, Jack. No worries. Enjoy the World Cup. You're listening to the Reverse Stick, the Global Hockey Podcast. Coming to you every single week, covering everything around the globe in hockey. We try. Well, you know, give it the best shot anyway. There's um, a lot going on in hockey. Great it's to chat with you out there. A the time. L- l- little bit dodgy on some of the audios, but hopefully yeah. we've got, got the message through there. The, those match play cards look really fantastic, don't they? Well, I think we might try and get him on at a time that's later on down the track and it goes through the theory more once you've seen a copy of the pack and we can explain it a that's bit right better. young man very keen on coaching yep. though it's good to see somebody getting involved at and a, a great a young idea age. very interesting idea yeah no I, I, I like it a lot these days love role playing apparently so these all these games are about role playing and stuff isn't it well, it's about changing the game, isn't it? Making it a little bit less boring and a bit less traditional, you know, because kids can't be shouted at anymore, John. That's the thing. You can't, can't just be told what to do and you've got to bloody do it. You need to make it a bit more engaging. And I think that's fantastic. Being a, being a, f- a father of two young children, John, I think that's very important. See, that important. sounds I like marketing, mate. Co- coercing people into doing something. That well, are you going to buy a packet or what? I they want to do. <laughs> Um, but yeah, we've, we've, we've got a pack to give away to one of you lucky yeah. listeners. So, how are we uh, going to do that? Keep listening till the end of the show. Listen to the music past the end and we'll tell you how you can win. Oh, okay. Easy does oh. it. But yeah, great stuff. Thank you for joining us, Jack. An uh, absolute pleasure. And, uh. Either that or just fast forward to the very end and listen how. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we should get on with the rest of it, shouldn't we? What else have we got going on? Oh, can we talk about the girls game? 
Let's talk about can the we, girls' game. Can we talk about the girls' game? Now, you retweeted this during the week, I believe. An, an article that came from Mike Thomas. From the Herald uh, newspaper, and that's from Four River, in, yeah, Four River in Massachusetts. Yep, one of the great hubs of world sports journalism. Um, now, he, so I think the headline um, doesn't help him. Because the headline on this story, and often journalists don't write headlines, is no place for boys in field hockey. Okay, now which is what flagged it to me in the first place. Yeah, that's uh, and that you know maybe he was pushing for a reaction uh, with that. You know, it's got some people reading it. Well, I think the sub editor might have been. That might, I don't think that was his point. But he he talks about a game that involved two schools, school age hockey. Fair to say. This is high school hockey high school, in the States. High school hockey, yeah. where there was a couple of boys playing in a girls' team. And um, the all-girls team lost to the plus two, as I'll call them, team, uh, 3-1. And two of the goals were scored by the only two boys on the field. And he was discussing them, the relative merits of whether boys and girls should be allowed to play together at certain ages. Yeah, this isn't a slight on the two lads that are, are playing. Nor, nor no. on him on bringing that side of it up. No. Okay, because I think that's a very, um, it's a very logical debate to have, to have is how you let, allow boys and girls to compete in a world where we're saying everybody's equal. Yeah. Fair enough. So, what, <laughs> what I think got a lot of people going, and certainly did on, uh, the old, uh, social media was um, uh, this comment that he made uh, nothing personal against the boys dot 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 they are not breaking any rules they are just following a foolish rule that allows boys to play a girls sport yes it is a girls sport just log on to the net and check out Somerset Berkeley's schedule it reads girls field hockey well, the, now, the I think that that's an unfortunate, well, unfortunate use of words. But the next line that followed was the thing that annoyed me. Digression. If these boys want to play, why don't they have to... Uh, Adhere to the uniform yeah. code and wear the skirts. <laughs> Come on. <sighs> Hello. Look, it's, look, we're fossils. Um, but, mate, he's about 60 years behind us, I reckon. Yeah, I... I yeah, I'm, I'm struggling with his choice of words. I don't think necessarily some of the ideas he's trying to bring up are wrong, but the way he's, he's phrased it all makes it sound like, oh, hockey's a girls' sport, and that's what I'm... Hockey's just a sport, mate. Yeah. Don't, don't label it with a gender. No sport has a gender. Well, there may be some physical advantage of, of t- from two players amongst 11 players on a, um, mate, on a side. let's face it. Every time you and I walk out on a field, we play against people who are better than us, faster than us, stronger than us, um, right, more skilled than us. All right, okay, no, all right. and, and we play against people that aren't as skilled as us, aren't as yeah. fast as us, aren't as fit as us. Yeah. Okay, that's the nature of playing team sport. Not everybody walks out there on an even playing field. And the quicker you learn that and the more you understand that, the better off you'll be as a hockey player. Because it ain't about skill. It's about what goes on between your head. There's plenty of blokes out there and women who are quite capable of playing international hockey, but they haven't got it through their thick head how to play it yet. Maybe they'll never will. Yeah. Yeah, you've been looking in the mirror today, have you? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's very All right, thick. don't cry, don't cry. <laughs> I'm sad. <laughs> no, but I'm sorry that you, yeah, this guy, Mike... It's Come got, down, look, it's got, have it's, a game. it's got, pe- it's got, it's got people talking. Uh, there's obviously, you know, lots of areas in the states that hockey is a girls' game. That's how it is. Um, it's tough for those two lads that want to play hockey, and there's not something else going on around there. You know, maybe hockey fives is the answer. Yeah, mate, no, hang on, it, hang on, John, 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 playing, John. Yes. No, no, we've got the answer already, mate. Sorry. One of them becomes a goalkeeper, and we take him on the international circuit in our one-on-one international one-on-ones competition. One's a goalie, one's a... One's, an, one's a, a, a striker, yeah. yeah. <sighs> You're a thinker, mate. Yeah, I think we'll do that. We'll, uh, we'll send some coaching manuals through. You're listening to The Reverse Stick. It is the Global Hockey Podcast, and it will be the home to the World Cup Daily. It's coming back once again, ladies and gentlemen, this time bigger 
and better than ever. Uh, you know, I say than ever. I say than ever. But the, the well, last, last time, time wasn't perfect. There's <laughs> <laughs> oh, always room for improvement. You live and learn every day, ladies and gentlemen. Look, if you've got some suggestions that you'd like to hear on the World Cup Daily, get in touch with us. You can send us an email, Matt at thereversestick.net or John at thereversestick.net. We'd love to hear from you. Um, but yeah, what you know, what can we tell you so far? Uh, we'd, we've certainly we're going to have Mahir Vasavda uh, from the Indian Express newspaper. Um, he's going to be on the ground conducting uh, some great work for us, getting hold of some audio grabs and uh, giving us a real mood from what's going on there. I've heard the stadium's looking fantastic already. Uh, it's all ready to go. There's murals all over town. Uh, the trophies being taken through the streets of all the towns and villages surrounding. The tickets are selling like hotcakes, John. It's going to be fantastic. And on top of that, we're going to be at, uh, supported by Studio Hockey dot com studio hockey podcast and of course mr ernst bart with his daily predictions i'm really looking forward to ernst's contribution as well as those on the ground in india because that'll add a real indian flavor to it all us being a long way from india at the moment looking forward to the tadka mate looking forward to the tadka yeah, and that internet connection better hold up as well. <laughs> yeah, it, might, it might be challenging, but yeah, with guys and girls, it's going to be coming out every single day all the way through the Hockey World Cup, uh, one the Odisha Hockey World Cup. One thing certain about the, the World Cup coming up is Odisha have gone out of their way to make sure it is an absolutely fantastic tournament, and the support they've had from government, and it appears as though from business, the way the city's looking... The photographs we're seeing, the commentary from people who are there on the ground who are describing the, the, the sense yeah. of build-up that's Great happening and yeah. the atmosphere, and uh, it should be a ripping, ripping contest. Well, I think they, they've seen the value, um, well, I know, you know from conversations I've had with people over there, they've seen the value of the tie-in between sport and tourism. Um, so maybe there's not so much to do in BBI itself, but you know, an hour's drive over here is some, a beautiful temple, and there's some waterfalls and the beach, and it's all the other things that are going on and around and about, and that's really what they're trying to promote there in, in Odisha. So uh, look, looks like a great place to holiday, and if you can fit some hockey in as well, if you can get beautiful. a ticket, if you can get a ticket, then get down there. It's similar, you know, with, here in, in Australia, Melbourne ties up the tourism with the sport thing yeah, yeah, quite yeah, a lot, yeah. doesn't it? It's quite a proven sort of. Uh, um, but the, Take away the hockey tournament. If you are just looking for some place to really chill out and relax and um, be comfortable, it does it looks like a lovely place. Like beaches like Phuket and stuff like that. Well, look, we, we'd be happy to receive uh, some free flights and accommodation from the Edisha Tourism Board just to come out and have a look, just to confirm exactly what John's saying yeah, there. Yeah, you know, yeah. Wouldn't it be great to tell all the listeners about that, having had that first-hand experience, John. Well, look out for the Travelling Reverse Stick podcast series coming up very soon. <laughs> That's not likely to happen, big fella. Okay. Uh, what else going on? Well, you know, specifically with regard to the World Cup, there's a few delays with uh, Pakistan making their way over. They've got their visas, uh, though, I saw. Well, not everybody. And that's, oh, that's okay. the delay. So they're now they did put be... out a Twitter saying, we've got our visas. Yeah, I think the coach and a couple of others don't. Uh, so they yeah, six of the... the, the, the non-playing party uh, but yeah due to arrive there on Saturday um, oh sorry I'll save that to feedback actually <laughs> Just, okay um, something else we missed last week South African uh, appointment coaching wise Robin oh, Van yeah. Ginkle has taken on the in inverted commas uh, volunteer Absolutely. role um, uh, well done there and uh, a, a great appointment um for the team, uh, for the for the girls' team there, and uh, it's just, if nothing you know, else, you know your coach wants to be there. That is exactly right, mate. That's exactly right. Um, what else we got before we uh, we move on to Mons? Our TRS World Eleven captain. Our TRS World Eleven captain. Now, now. nothing. Well, we'll we just, just go. Let's do it. You are listening to The Reverse Stick and it's TRS World 11 time once again. Very special guest this week. Probably, you know, the star player in the lineup, John, for the TRS World oh, 11. I think so. Our captain, it's Monserrat Barcaro. Mons, thank you for joining us on the show. Hi, Pura Vida. <laughs> now, As we say, Rica. It's wonderful. Look, this is one of the reasons that you, you, you signed up or, you know, put in your application was to try and spread the word of what's going on with Costa Rican ho- hockey. Um, it's been pretty good recently, hey? Yeah, we're trying to grow up. Um, 
to make it bigger. Um, and it's a whole process. It's been difficult, but we're trying to. You've just had some success in Guatemala with the uh, with the hockey fives. Yeah, there are no words that describe how much emotion and sacrifice and the effort that is behind that trophy. But yeah, the results we had there. Um, I don't know. Have us on the top of the world. <laughs> it's fantastic. Well, we talked at the top of the show about the results and the fact that you, uh, on the on the women's side, went through unbeaten in the tournament and got the win one nil in the final over Guatemala. Um, you talk about the sacrifice. What what kind of work do do the guys in the Costa Rican team put in to uh, to getting into the these tournaments? Well, um, we don't have a field, you know. We train on uh, college. Um, starting for that. <laughs> um, the team um, is formed from people from all sides of the country, so it's a little bit difficult to get in contact with all. Um, the whole province process has seen has been um, a little bit difficult but you know the coaches and the physical trainer and the whole team has a clear goal and I think the key to success was to rely on this on that process Mons how many of you are, are playing hockey now we are I think like 100 between girls and boys so it's a really small community. I imagine that you're quite tight knit. Yeah, <laughs> but we're trying to grow, you know. And I think the results um, will inspire young people and make the group grow. So you want to you want to inspire the youngsters. Who inspired you, and why did you start playing hockey, Mons? I start. Um, because uh, a teacher told me to practice hockey. But at that time, we, we were not a group or a selection, or we were just like five guys over there trying to do some hockey. <laughs> <laughs> but it's fantastic. Well, that's the same story from David as well, who I believe you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, David was there with the men's team. They got the silver medal in Guatemala. They lost to the uh, the host nation there. But uh, a bit of a turnaround from the result in the initial game against Guatemala. I, I would think uh, him and the boys would be happy with the results there. Well, they, they didn't get gold, but um, they fight also, and the result they. Um, they obtained um, was what what were what they were working for, and they were pretty happy for us also. Mons, what what would you be be your objective now? What do you look forward to next in hockey? We are trying to expand this sport on different sides of the country. And, uh, well, in a month, I think, uh, we will have a competition, um, with a team from the United States. And the other year, um, we are thinking on a competition on Peru. Fantastic. So lots of things to look forward to. Just uh, onto the important stuff, Mons, and uh, onto the TRS World Eleven and your place within that team. Now, one of your the points that you made in your application, um, one of your most embarrassing moments was taking the field. And let me get this get this right. Uh, you dropped your stick, but you continued to shadow the player and run alongside them with your hands in the stick position. Is that right? Yeah. <laughs> Did you make a tackle, Mons? Yeah, I tackled her. Um, 
I didn't want them to scarred, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so what did you use to tackle her? The imaginary stick or your hand? <laughs> well, both. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and there was no penalty from the umpire? No, they, they didn't know what to do, you know. <laughs> it was something new for them also. <laughs> It's good. Well, you Always. get an imaginary red card for an imaginary bad tackle, don't you? <laughs> That's sensational. And just uh, before we let you go, it's important to know, Mons, uh, what did you feel when you got the call-up for the TRS World Eleven? Um, sorry, what? <laughs> what did you feel when you received the call-up for the TRS World Eleven? Oh, um... I don't know, I was so, like, excited and uh, emotional. <laughs> I don't know, uh, my coach didn't realize, <laughs> you know. <laughs> he, was, he was like, what the hell did you just do? <laughs> <laughs> well, tell him you're in safe hands. We, we will... Uh, when you come into our, our team, we'll be teaching you only the very best in hockey. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I will. <laughs> and lo- lots of emphasis on uh, improving your carb, carb, uh, carbohydrate, car- car- carbohydrate like, yeah. Monza, what sort of sports are you competing at? What, what's the big sport in your country at the moment that everybody's interested in and you guys are trying to sell our sport into? Soccer, absolutely. Um, all the money goes to ho- um, to soccer, and uh, it's not only difficult for hockey, but for you know basketball, volleyball, and all the different sports that are are not soccer. <laughs> It's tough, you know, the world over, there's always that, those dominant sports and, uh, and we're fighting for hockey, but we really appreciate that you're fighting for hockey in Costa Rica and trying to etch out, uh, your, your little bit of sporting tradition and heritage there with it. Um, yeah, we wish you all the well with the Costa Rican hockey journey. Um, what? <laughs> We wish. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, that's okay. No, that's, that's okay. We should we should leave that response in there anyway because that's what? that's what I normally get from people. Um, no, that's Aww. great. You're you're great, Mons. We're loving it. You go. Yeah, I'm gonna go. Hang on two seconds. I'm just gonna <laughs> compose myself. <laughs> uh, it must be it it must be very difficult for you, Mons. Um, we appreciate the effort you're putting in. To, to speak to us um, because language is uh, sadly a, a barrier between a lot of the hockey community in the world and we're glad that you've taken the time out to try and reach beyond it yeah I'm trying to um, I'm sorry if not, I'm not good enough but I'm trying to get what you're what you're saying <laughs> no it's per- we totally understand it's perfect don't you worry so Mons, we wish you the best on your journey with Costa Rican hockey. We hope you can fight against some of those big sports and get more kids playing the game and players like you can be nothing but an inspiration for those youngsters and uh, good luck with your journey. Thank you so much and I wish you both the best with this whole process and um, all the idea that you have to expand the hockey all over the world. Oh, thank you, Mons. That's very kind. And it, have you got a nickname, Mons, for your uh, for your team? Do the Costa Rican team have a nickname? No, but um, I call them Warriors. <laughs> it's a warrior sport. It is. <laughs> Thanks, Mons. Bye bye. Thank you both. Bye bye. You're listening to the Reverse Stick, the Global Hockey Podcast, and that was the captain of our TRS World Eleven, and you couldn't have asked for more than a, a better ambassador for your team, the Montserrat Baquero. Mon, you know, gold medal winner, 
Um, we look, oh. when, when, when we looked at it, we said, oh, maybe she's a bit too good to be in the side, but we, have we, to, we actually need a half-decent player in there as well. And, uh, and she's more than a half-decent player. She's a, a Central American Hockey Fives Championship gold medal winner, John. That's it. Absolute and pleasure. Um, great to have her in the side. Start on the bench next week. <laughs> Probably in your team she would too Well Tansy Lee's the same Hashtag TRS World 11 He's top scorer for his twos team At Chertsey Valley Thames uh, Chertsey Thames Valley Hockey Club uh, Bagged another brace at the weekend uh, Yeah Tans you're a midfielder it's, You're overextending the role You're on the bench as well Sunshine You see he's got my shirt No Oh, you he, he's got this red shirt with Lee on the back of it. I thought, you, how did you get my attention? Are you related? Hey. What? Yeah. There's, there's, uh, Tansy's my cousin. Uh, there's my cousin Bruce. Uh huh. Um, there's, there's a few. Uh, my cousin Muhammad R. Yeah. Um, <laughs> there's, a, there's a couple more. <laughs> Muhammad R. Yeah. Muhammad R. Lee. Yeah. Boom, boom. Boom, boom. Yeah. Look, I told you, John, I do the jokes around here, mate. Okay. Um, you know, super to have them on, on, you know, great stuff, really, really good stuff. Um, mate, I'm just excited about the World Cup Daily coming up. Um, it's going to be... So excited we've completely forgotten about doing a hockey podcast and think we're suddenly... It's been a bit busy. I've been on the phone to people in every continent of the world in the past three days. Um, but yeah, I did mention before it could be the end of the Reverse Stick podcast, John. Okay. Just to take things on... This being episode 74, we're going to be, we're not going to do a show next week. Bang, we're going to be into... Two weeks it'll be, because we won't do two shows. Well, no, but we're definitely not going to be here next week. No. And I don't know if I'm going to be allowed to come back again after the... the uh, Mate, you'll day, be allowed to come back. Show. It's just your voice will be pitched at a whole different octave up. It'll be like two octaves up from where it is now. Okay. Um, so, look, there are going to be great sacrifices taking place, <laughs> uh, personal sacrifices uh, for John and I. Um, yes. Not just um, to our emotional state, but probably to our physical state as well, from um, from loving family members, and uh, so previously loving family members. <laughs> for Christ's sake, can you please get on and support it? Retweet it, share it on Facebook, tell your mates, share the links. We're on Spotify now, John. How Spotify. modern are we? So you can get us on Apple Podcasts, you can get us on Google Play, Google Podcasts, whatever it's bloody called now. You can get us on Spotify, you can get us on Overcast, on Pod, Pod, Pod You Like, uh, you name it, it's out there. Um, head to our Twitter profile, at the reverse stick, there's a little link there that says Pod Link, you can click on that, it'll give you the option of six or seven different links to click that will suit your app of choice. Well done. Thank you. Good stuff. Um, I don't think I can back you up any more than... But other than to say that this feels like the Christmas Eve episode in the sense that we're actually so full of excitement about what's coming ahead with the, the World Cup. And at the same time, we've been watching some great hockey with the Champions Trophy, but this is like the silliest episode we've done in a long time. But anyway, I'm just saying that. I'm really excited. It's like that. It's just Time to find out what's been going on on the socials and our social master. What do they call people in charge of stuff like Webmaster. Do you go horns when you say that? No, um, they're uh, community engagement uh, officers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Okay. Very nice. Welcome Uh, to the show, our community (laughs) engagement officer, Matt Allen. Thanks so much. Uh, John, what am I wearing? You're wearing a t shirt. What does it say on it? It says, Bring back the bully. And you know, well done. If, you li- if you listen to uh, the broadcast media, perhaps you listen to uh, Women's Champion Trophy games, you, you'll have noticed that's the second time that that's been broadcast in your logos in the past couple of days. Um, very nice of uh, Ash Morrison. You know, look, there was a, a bully taking place in the, the GB Japan game. And uh, he said there's a, a movement, I think, a campaign. Well, and, he, and he kind of toned it down. He went, well, well, from the, the hockey podcast. Like the, the hockey podcast no, the it's a campaign thing. now. 
And he said they're even getting T-shirts made. John, there is one before you. I, I, I believe that's limited edition. Very limited edition. It was 18 we sold, John. Um, 18. Yeah, so there's only we'll 18 of them available on, uh, in the world. We'll eBay very shortly at an exorbitant cost. Yeah, well, we've posted pictures of some of the cool kids when, when they received them. Uh, I, I know that the UK got them last Friday. Uh, Belgium got them yesterday. And uh, Australia, they've landed today. So very happy to... Uh, be an ambassador for the campaign to be honest John and uh, to really want to I've got so many ideas about videos we need to make and we've, we've really got to start um, start the press um, to the FIH because they showed this week that maybe just maybe they uh, they might soften towards the uh, bring back the bully campaign and, and uh, our comments will be passed on to the sport department what we actually need to do is uh, come up with a, a, a coherent argument for the bully in a, a report form. At the same time, I also believe that the uh, the fundamentals that underlie the reasons we should bring back the bully can't be quantified in the sort of report that's required to get marketing people to change their minds. It's, all, it's all, part, all part of my plan with the video. We're, we're going to show some old school. We're going to show some variations, and uh, we're going to. Uh, I think we should put some music in there as well, John. Are you going to be showing uh, little clips of fifteen-year-olds knocking off money from their mates and bets at training? No, not that kind of bully, John. You know that. And what we're trying to do with no, bring back the bullies... being able to do a bully, extracting... Ah, right. I say, you know, having a bit of skin in the game on it. Oh, well, you know what? Oh, well, street bullies. Huh? Hey, look, mate. Here's another concept for... Hey, hey, look, and I know people are worried about the term bully. It's time we took it back. Yeah, we need to own it. We need to own that. It belongs word to hockey. Take it away from thugs. They're not bullies. They're thugs. Yeah. A bully happens on a hockey field. Thugs beat people up. Yeah. You never see thugs on the hockey f- uh, <laughs> can, we, can we cut that? No. But, uh, it's time for this. Did we already play the feedback, Sting? Yep. Okay. We're in th- feedback now. Oh, oh that's how organised we are. Come on. Let's get on to more feedback, because you had plenty. You had the bit there that you were keeping, too. I just told you that. Oh, was that it? Yeah. Okay, well, what's the next bit? Oh, that's it, John. Look, we've had some great support on social media this week. We've had, yeah, we had some great engagement with the FIH. Uh, they're moving towards a more uh, community-minded approach, I believe. Well, it depends who you are, but a more community-minded approach, and that's great to see. Uh, I think Hockey World News might have posted on Twitter, uh, give, back the, uh, <laughs> give back the account, who's stolen the FIH Twitter handle. Fantastic. We love to see it, guys, and... Uh, we, you know, we love the work you do at the Let, FIH. Let's face it, we don't care who's listening as long as people are listening. Is that fair to say? Yeah, yeah that's it. You know, we know we know we get our 20 a week. It's fine, John. 20 what? 20 oh, listeners. Yeah, complete listens, you know. Lots of people listen to the first 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well... Um, I think this episode has been a complete waste of time as far as we're concerned and any listener listening would have been concerned. But Here you know what? We're, we're really excited about the upcoming World Cup and we sort of can't wait. I think it's been reflected into the product that we produced tonight. This could be the but very last, the very, they could take us off the air, John, it was that bad. But look, it could be the very last one. It might be the one that's collected edition in years to come. Um, so cherish it, download it, don't just leave it on your pod player. I've got plans for the hundreds. If we get there, mate, if we get get there. No, we will, because I've got plans for it. Look, forget about the reverse stick. That's a load of crap. All I'm interested in is the World Cup Daily. I don't care about the reverse stick just after that. Maybe. Shh. So all you've got to do to be within, uh, in with a chance to win the Coaching Lab Match Play Card Set, doesn't matter where you are in the world, Jack will get the prize out to you, um, is get onto social media, use the hashtag FIHRListening, FIHRListening, uh, use it on Instagram, on Twitter, on Facebook, if you'd use that on any post, then we'll find that and you'll go into the draw. The more times you use the hashtag the more draw chances oh, you'll get. You're adding a different level of complexity to all of this. Hmm. Shh.